Hey everyone, and welcome back to Jams, the podcast where I sit down with a guest and discuss an album of their choosing. Uh, well, that's usually the case, but this episode I really want to talk about the Philadelphia rapper and producer E Double. So after asking around on the subreddit, I found Jacob, a fellow fan who was keen to come on and chat about E Dub for a bit. Evan Wallace, also known as E Double, created a series Freestyle Fridays, releasing a new song every Friday from the 5th of February 2010 until the 3rd of February 2011. This series grew his fan base quite substantially due to his consistency, lyrical ability, and his skill to sample any song that he liked, from PJ Harvey to Boston. Freestyle Fridays gave us an insight into Evan as a person and an artist due to his willingness to always be transparent through his music. This led to Freestyle Fridays being a one-kind experience. After the release of two more albums, plus a bundle of singles, Evan would pass away in 2017. So this episode is dedicated to E-Double and all of the music that he gave us. Thank you. With all that said, let's cut to Jacob and I talking about Freestyle Fridays. But yeah, anyway, well, yeah, thank you for replying to the subreddit. Um, just a post I made on, on the E-Double subreddit and just to like... Yeah, of course. Yeah, I know it's like a... It, it's, it's a big thing to hop into a call with someone you don't know and talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and talk about E-Double. So, I really, I really appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. I love. But yeah, so how did you find E-Double? I was on YouTube listening to music before i went somewhere i cannot remember where i was going but i just found one of his freestyle fridays i found let me oh and i listened to it and i was like man this is great yeah and i always think back it's like man i'm so glad i found that one video randomly yeah just like just on youtube right just like yeah out of, out of nowhere so it wasn't from like a, a vanos type of like do you know how he used like vanos used a lot of his stuff yeah during that time so that's not how you found him it was more just a random occurrence almost yeah well wow, that's quite like so was that an instant thing so as soon as you heard let me oh was that sort of like it did you go straight into e double or did it take a long time well i listened to let me oh and then i mm-hmm. found hamden park from a vanos video so I, I like I, I recognized the voice, and I started listening to that one. Yeah, and then eventually I, I just started listening to like all of them. Was that while Freestyle Friday was coming out, or was that after the fact? I think it was like a year after he died. Oh wow! So was that twenty eighteen? Because I think he passed in yeah twenty seventeen. Yeah, twenty seventeen, February thirteenth. So oh wow! So it wasn't until a year later. Wow. I always imagine being around, like being a fan during Freestyle Friday, like actually every Friday and your E-Double song coming, that would have been ridiculous. I know. <laughs> Couldn't imagine. Oh, that's it, man. That's it. And because um, I, I can see sort of like even on your like Reddit account and stuff like that, you can see like E-Double is very um, prominent in sort of at least your online sort of um on, online sort of like w- what you put out there i guess so would you say that a double sort of like shaped who you are definitely 100 percent. yeah there hasn't been a lot of influence in my life from my parents okay yeah so i got a lot of influence from what what little i could piece together from him from all of his music and his attitude mm-hmm. and yeah definitely i think he was so transparent through his music where he normalized sort of things that a lot of artists don't. Um, I think he even mentioned, like, I think he's suffering from some form of bipolar and that comes up in some songs. Um, like his depression comes up in a lot of songs. He sort of makes it more of a, 
you know, a lot of artists sort of make sad songs for the sake of making a sad song, but E-dubs would make a sad song, but give you some form of resolution or give you some form of hope at the end. It wasn't just a sad song to make you feel more sad. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, this, this part of what I loved about it is that even when he made a sad song, it wasn't a song to be sad. It was a song acknowledging it and then overcoming it. Exactly. Exactly. Which is so powerful. Um, and I don't think that's very common, especially even now, um, in 2022, you know, like we still hasn't really been, I don't know, maybe to someone's extent as e, as E-dubs did where it was almost yeah, every sad song, it was a reason behind it and it was a, some form of resolution. So the audience can feel better at the end of it instead of just feeling worse, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So out of Freestyle Friday, would you say like, do you you have a favorite song or is that just more, um, you like all of them as a sort of bunch? I I definitely do like all of them. Freestyle Friday is Mm -hmm. probably my favorite series that he did. Yeah. Uh, it's my favorite of his music. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite, I hate to do this and say multiple, but it's either gotta be sidelines or NyQuil. Yeah, all good choices. All very good choices. I, I think NyQuil's up there with easily one of the best. I love NyQuil. Yeah. It's one of the ones I come back to the most. Yeah. I, I like how many different sort of genres and where E-dubs goes with each song. Like each week was like almost like it was all rap based, but it was like different genres yeah. embedded into all of that, you know? You never know what you're going to get. Like each song is like yeah. vastly different from the last. Yeah, he made such good use of the sampling. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. There's nothing. There's been nothing else like that because I think copyright um, stopping a lot of that from being like monetary, like being actually be able to make money from it. A lot of artists don't do yeah. it. And even you know, back in 2011, that was still the case. Like he wouldn't have made much money off the Freestyle Friday series, like at all. You know. Yeah. But he still did it for that sort of love of it, I guess. Like making how many it was a 50 53 53 restart writers i think maybe 54 i think there's like a, a another one that isn't really like official or something like that yeah i think there's 54 yeah so like with yeah 54 that's 54 weeks of making a song per week is the toll the toll that would take on him and did take on him is ridiculous you know yeah did you feel like you could hear that coming through any of the songs I guess it never really occurred because even, even with these sad songs, there were, there would always be like an upbeat, at least ending or Mm -hmm. just an upbeat song in general talking about, uh, depressing topics. Mm -hmm. So I guess it just never came through or, well, I I guess it's more of, you knew he was just fighting through it and you thought that was okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and especially with, yeah, he's sort of lyrics, yeah, giving some form of resolution. You would assume that he's resolved it himself, you know, because he's giving solutions and stuff like that. Have you met another E-double fan? Like, have you sort of like, besides the subreddit, because I think that's where a lot of us just <laughs> sort of chat with each other, but like, um, yeah. yeah, anywhere like in, in person or anything like that, or is it more just online? Nah, I've tried to get my friends into it, you know, trying to spread it. Yeah. But, uh, most of my friends just aren't into it that much. Right. Okay. Do you know what did they, do you have any reason why on, I think, I think it might just be strange to them, like unfamiliar. Yeah. That's very fair. 
It's, it's very different from anything else, really. I, I was drawn to it almost immediately. Like, I went through the Venos uh, yeah. stream. And then um, every I was, like, addicted to every single Freestyle Friday. I remember, like, listening because I was in high school when I was sort of listening to it. I remember walking to school every day, listening to all the Freestyle Friday on the bus. Like, there's so many good memories there with this series that like i'm so grateful for that like evan sort of did this and you know what i mean it's yeah i i still know the words to most freestyle fridays because i've been listening to them from like for like yeah over however many years straight yeah so it's just embedded in your brain at this point <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's just there's so many there's so many, like the Freestyle Friday series, like he went for over a year of making a song per week. And like, to put it into perspective, at least like, so I'd, I'd, I'd run this podcast for every, every, every second week is a new episode, right? So every fortnight and I have a full-time job, but this takes up all of my free time. Like it is all I do, everything, like it, it's ridiculous, the sort of effort that goes into doing something every fortnight, let alone writing, producing, mixing, and sampling a song per week. <laughs> you know, imagine what stress they were going under or like Evan and the team were going under during that time. Yeah, that'd be pretty intense. Oh, and to keep going, he didn't even stop. He, he went for over a year. I think the intention for Freestyle Friday was one year and he did two more songs after that. Yeah. yeah I think it shows the determination that he had to just make the music sort of he wanted to. And, you know, his love for rap, I think, sort of helped him sort of continue that, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is there any sort of like favorite lyrics? Man, that one, that one is definitely tough. I think mine would have to be from Arcade. We live one day to the next day, no light living life in an arcade. Yeah, that's what really made me stop being so uh, introverted and got me to just put myself in any situation I could. Right. So, so E-Double has really made an impact on like just your personal life and how you approach just everyday things. Oh, yeah. Has that led to any, any, you know, moments or anything like that? So like putting yourself out there or is it just sort of being a bit more of an extroverted person in general, like doing stuff like this? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's just improved my life, you know, overall, I've I've had more friends, I've had more opportunities of, I've just been a happier person all around. Right. And that's, that's so good to hear, man. It's just so good to, to feel, to know that like Evan's music is still, you know, it has changed people even a year after he's passing, you know, it's still changing people's lives for the better and making people happy, even though he's not here anymore. You know, yeah. it's, it's really, yeah. Music lives on, never gone, no half-life. I think that one's from Klitschko. Yeah, no, it's, he always had these really good one-liners where he would just sort of they sit in your brain and sort of make you just think. <laughs> and just his overall skill, like, it was crazy. Like, he was genuinely a really good rapper. It wasn't just because he made a song a week that made him good. It was the effort that he put in. And you would never think that, at least in the Freestyle Friday series, that it was a weekly thing. You would think that there would be months between songs because of the level of, like, perfection and skill in each song, you know? Yeah. It's crazy to think that that was a weekly thing i don't know I, i've had so many yeah, amazing memories because of e-dub's music 
it's been it's one of the artists i'm really grateful i found and i feel like i sort of felt alone for, in that in that world at least because like no one i knew knew edubs no one really cared even people i've shown like you like people were like ah oh, yeah no nah, whatever yeah. type of thing so then to just go on reddit and then type in e double and then find this like community full of people like us <laughs> who are just sort of in that similar situation where it's like you don't really have many more people to talk about these amazing things with yeah it was super refreshing and like awesome to put it out there and just be like hey everyone i love edubs let's talk about him and that was like even before this podcast just chats to people on reddit you know that's having that outlet i think was super cool i think that's something about like i guess the internet today like there's always a subculture for everything if you're, you're into any yeah anything there's always a little subculture for you yeah i i really do think it's crazy how many people uh or how, how how relatively small of a following he has because you'd imagine with this amount of talent this amount of you know the, the music he put out the, how quickly he put it out you'd imagine he'd be uh even a little more popular definitely but it's 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 insane to me and that that there's uh more like more of a cult following which i mean obviously you know it'd be much better if he was a much bigger artist would be better for his family. It'd be better for black Paisley mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But at the same time, I, I do think it's just uh, amazing that it's sort of a, sort of a cult following that only a handful of people are in. Yeah, no, definitely. That's you've yeah put that perfectly. It's, it's, it's yeah. Crazy that he hasn't become this, maybe not megastar, but there's someone that a lot of people would know, you know, I feel like there's a lot more people out there with, less talent than evan <laughs> who are making it a lot bigger yeah um but yeah it, it does create that sort of like because we're all under that same like he should be bigger but he's not but we all find that i think it almost makes us more passionate because we're like no we realize how good he was and, <laughs> and we gotta like you know stick together and make sure that he you know his memory lives on and like he's yeah ill isn't forgotten because his skill was you know it's not going to come around again you know that yeah i think a lot of things sort of <laughs> allowed sort of evan to be different from a lot of other people a lot of other artists um and i think yeah one of the things is just his transparency i think is super important but yeah so regarding the subreddit it's it only has 2.9 thousand members like <laughs> but with that said like i think i mentioned to you i posted on the subreddit a couple of weeks ago and i just said hey comment what edubs means to you just let, let me know i'll put it on the podcast and so even with that small community within a day <laughs> i got like 25 replies and half of them are paragraphs about how evan's music changed their lives which is yeah it, it, it speaks to that sort of community on how because like just the effect if if you understand edub and you love edub then i think you're super passionate about it you know what i mean i think it's not something everyone gets but if you do get it then then you're in <laughs> then you're in that black paisley family you know yeah it's um but yeah i'll, I'll go through a couple of them there is I don't, I'm not going to go through all of them because we'll be here all day. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, but, um, it's just, there's a lot of consistency where it's just sort of like, 
I feel like there was a before and after for a lot of people with Edub's music. I like this little one from Megatron 25253. He just said, um, way more than I could put into a coherent thought with yeah. P7. Like that little sentence just saying like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a perfect way of putting it because it is hard to sort of put into words what someone means to you, especially when they're not around anymore, when you can't just interact with them. Yeah. It becomes a lot more that that, that, that sort of love sort of grows, I feel. I know, especially that since his passing, yeah. because, I, you know, if you can imagine he has like 400,000 monthly listeners, if he didn't pass away and he just kept making music, he'd probably retain the listeners. He might lose a few, might gain a few, yeah. but now that he's gone, I mean, he won't, uh, he probably won't gain that quickly. You know, because there's no new music, there's no new promotion coming out. Yeah, but at the same time, he hasn't lost listeners. That's yeah, at all. Yeah, it's because they're all just so adherent to the music now. That's such a good point. That's an amazing point to make. That yeah, every everyone who's there is everyone who's been there since day one. Like is still there. You know what I mean? No one's dropped off. Yeah, <laughs> and. That is a testament to the skill that he had. Like that's, yeah, no, not many artists can do that. Not many artists can have that sort of effect on people. And it really just speaks to how good of an artist he was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, yeah. Crazy to think that years later, like, and we're still here talking about him, you know, <laughs> just yeah. you. and I, I was just saying, well, I found, you know, uh, you, you know, you commented like pretty quickly and like all these things. And like I was saying on the subreddit, 25 people got back to me within a day, like the, the energy and effort is still there years, years after he's released anything really, especially with the YouTube, like, because he hasn't uploaded to YouTube or anything. Oh, sorry. His family haven't, but um, they recently uploaded. Have you seen, did you see that? Yeah. They put like an old rap video of him. Well, I don't even know if it was a um, Freestyle Friday thing. I think it was just the- No, it was just him performing at the mansion. Man, imagine being able to see him live. Imagine being at one of those little intimate concerts that he mentioned <laughs> during Freestyle Friday. Like at the very end, he's like, oh yeah, going to a show this weekend. It's going to be great. Yeah. A cool shtick, I think he used to say. <laughs> yeah. Cool shtick. That's it. Complex. <laughs> 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 I, I, I really, really loved the fact that you felt like you knew Evan. I know. You know, like because of the intros and outros, that added so much to his music. So you don't only get this amazing song, you get this human who made this song, sometimes before and sometimes after, but wherever in that, you know, on that track, there's just him talking shit, <laughs> complete, like, <laughs> irrelevant shit most of the time. But that stuff made him. So hum like it humanized him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you feel like that added a lot to his music? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, because yeah. you listen to music now, and uh, especially with rap music, you know, you, it's a it's a fast paced, hardcore. You know, it, it gets through it, and then at the end, it just yeah. flatlines. Mm -hmm. But with with Evan's work. I mean, it, w it wasn't as like hardcore and fast paced as a lot of rap, mm. but I mean, it was still, it was still that hip hop rap mixture that he founded, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, you know, would just, you and Evan would just chill. Yeah. And talk. And it just, yeah, it added so much to his music, man. Like 
you know, him just him talking about his taxes and how that he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna get shitty with them if they don't fix it. Like, um, yeah. and he's like <laughs> just talking about like you know what whatever's going on in his world that day. Yeah, my favorite one of my favorite parts. I've noticed this on the subreddit. Someone brought it up, but um. <laughs> It was like, he's about to do, he's doing an outro and he's like in his closet doing the recording. And like, he just, at the very end, he's like, excuse me, Mr. Shu. <laughs> <laughs> like his comedic side came through in like, in his lyrics, but also in those little, like, you could tell he was just being himself. Like there wasn't a persona of E-double. It yeah. was all just sort of Evan. And even then, you know, you not only have to freestyle Fridays where like the sampling and like, the you know, each week is a new song. Then you have these intros and outros that are just making him just a, a regular human and feel like you're actually like friends with this guy. You know, that's that leads to Freestyle Friday being, at least to me, one of the most important, you know, pieces of music that has ever been made. Like, it might be dramatic, but when you talk, when you talk about like all the effects that it's had on so many people, um, and there's like maybe worth 3,000 of us in the subreddit, but there's a lot more that don't go on the Reddit. You know what I mean? Don't go online and search for this type of stuff. Yeah. And it's, I think it's helped so many people and it's given so many people amazing memories. It's just, it's, it was a rare sort of like pot of <laughs> amazing sort of stuff, at least for us as an audience, because we just got the amazing song per week and these intros and outros and <laughs> Yeah, you know, for that year from 2010 to 2011, like, wow, <laughs> it's an important year, especially for like, yeah, he dubs music. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think that his Freestyle Fridays were super important because, I mean, you know, he released his Hip Hop Is Good mm -hmm. as his second album, I think, actually. Right, yeah. And, you know, I, I guess it wasn't getting much attention, so he made the freestyle Fridays and that he really blew up yep. because of them. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah, hip hop was good was in 09. And then see, I, I even before doing research for this, I always thought that hip hop is good and freestyle Friday was sort of just like melded in between. Cause like in playlists and stuff on YouTube, they'll sort of just mix their way in there. Yeah. So to separate them, I, I, I yeah, I didn't know that it was a year before freestyle started, but like, um, uh, yeah, alive till I die, drinking with my headphones on. Uh, no time, hip hop is good. Like, yeah, that is amazing. I don't know how that didn't <laughs> get him any recognition already. That was such a solid album. Like, yeah, and then it goes into yeah, Freestyle Fridays for fifty four weeks. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's it's just crazy. But yeah, to touch on like sort of hip hop is good real quick. Yeah, like I think is it alive till I die? Where well, we're in the, in the lyrics, but. That song and a lot of songs during his discography, he mentions death and he sort of, it, it's yeah. sad listening to that, those songs because they really hit home, I feel. At least, you know, like this man has passed away way too soon and a lot of his songs are talking about, yeah, like even in like, I went to sleep and I woke up dead. Like, you know hearing this sort of like, you know, that's how he started his song. And then he talks about, you know, how he's going to change, change shit. And he's, he's just going to live a better life. You know, it, it really, it's really hard listening to those songs sometimes, you know, it's insane to me how many of his songs talk about sickness and overcoming it and death. Cause I'm like, man, it's, it just, it just sounds like he knew. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of creepy almost where it's like, yeah, he, yeah, it's, yeah, he had his, I don't know what it is, but it was just, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he must've, I don't know, known something or anything like that. Cause I think what got him in the end was an infection, right? I'm pretty certain. Sepsis. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And man, that, that last post that he made. So I, with my sort of, love for edub i go through phases so i like every year at least i'm on sort of a cycle like an edub cycle where i would i would love uh, well no i dislike any of his music at certain times of the year or anything but there are phases where i listen to a lot more of his stuff so like i would go through a massive clump of edub and i'll go listen to something else and then six months later i'll come back right and then so it was during one of these gaps that he passed and then, so I didn't know for another year. I didn't know until what, 2018 that he passed. And then, so to see his, like, cause I was just looking at the comments just as I usually do. And then everyone's saying like, rest in peace. Like, <laughs> what? No, what, what the fuck's going on? Basically, like, no, what, what are you talking about? Like, and then, yeah, I saw the um, Instagram post. He's like t- with his hand and he's just talking about coughing up half of his, you know, He's like all his blood basically. And then, yeah, that was, that was it for him. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it was the first time that I like really, really got hit by an artist passing. There's been stuff before, but to that extent. Yeah. Yeah. When do you, when did you find out? Like how, how was that for you? Uh, I found out like a month after I started listening to his stuff. Wow. Um, yeah. And I started listening to like hip hop is good and reset along with the freestyle Fridays. I hadn't found two tone rebel yet. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was looking in the comments on one of his songs and it, it was just the same thing. And like, rest in peace, you know, we, we lost a legend and I was like, what are you talking about? What's happening? Yeah. 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 Like, what do you mean? I find it crazy. Cause even though I didn't have that strong connection, like I'd only been listening to him for a month, it still felt like a sack of bricks just dropped down on top of me. Right. It, it was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like even, yeah, it just shows how a testament to like how, how, how powerful his music was. Cause you were very, yeah, you were saying for a month and you've already had that, you had that connection almost immediately with him. I know. I mean, such a way to go out like it's just the the thing that bothers me it's just such a strange like set of a setup of events you know he he releases some albums releases freestyle fridays to try to get publicity releases two more albums and then he gets sepsis and dies like right there and he now he's just stuck in a sort of limbo stage where he's not insanely popular, but he still has a big following. Yeah. It's, it's still something that sort of just, just really does just, it's like, imagine yeah, he should still be here. Like, this is like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's so, just sort of fucked up that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, just to go out the way that he did, that's just, so rough like that guy didn't he seemed like no one knew him personally but you could assume that he was a really nice person you could assume that you know just it, it's yeah for him to 
passed in the way he did, it would have wouldn't have been nice. Yeah, that's not a way for anyone to go out. Exactly, man. Especially when he had so much left. You know, uh, if he was still around now, he would have released another five albums. You know. Yeah, and I know this is supposed to be on like uh, Freestyle Friday, but with the reset album, the the cover art for that is just next level in my opinion. I just feel like it goes along with the songs so well because it's just all about you know the way the way I interpreted it is it's all about second chances. Like you know, it's possible to reset. You know, you can do it right this time. And with just him uh, as an innocent child have done nothing wrong. Yeah. Uh, on the, on the cover, you know, you'd never imagine as a child, like as a child, you never imagine that you're going to have to reset, but sometimes, sometimes you do. Mm. And I think it also shows that it's okay to, yeah, it's okay to reset. You know, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's the better option out of it too. And yeah, especially with reset, I think um, with like code words when that came out, the video for that. Yeah. Oh man. It, 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 I think that also showed that it wasn't just the Freestyle Friday thing where he was the best. So he was amazing. Like it was just Evan was good at writing songs. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, that's just the way it was, you know? Um, and then so, and then even so, I was like, yeah, like cycle of nightmares as well. That is just, yeah. Oh yeah. So, oh, so I love that so one. Good. But yeah, he really did wear his heart in his sleeve. He never shied away from topics that, you know, a lot of people would have. And I think that's, you know, why we're still talking about him, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just sort of. I don't know. I just, it would be curious to see what it would be like if he was still kicking, you know, I know I don't want to start and neglect, you know, start just what if type of thing, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it would be interesting. Cause then, cause like I said, I'm in Australia. I've never like had a chance to see him live or anything like that. Um, I remember I, I, I had one interaction with Evan and, um, because I was going through one of my phases again and I just went on Twitter saying like, oh, I'm appreciative for E-Dub's music. And he got back to me and he was like, thank you, man. That means a lot, which was so cool. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. <laughs> to, to, yeah. It just showed that yeah, he was just sort of like there for his community. It wasn't just a... Yeah. He wasn't putting on a facade with these songs and these intros and outros where he was trying to put on a character of oh, I'm a good guy, come like me type of stuff. Like it was a genuine thing. He was <laughs> genuinely a good person who cared about the people who were in his life and people who appreciated his music, you know? Yeah. I would, like, oh, let's just check out the subreddit again because I just remembered I brought it up, talked about one out of the 25 and then we <laughs> something else. So <laughs> this one, I'm going to butcher this name, but this is the first person to respond to it. Um, Os slash... Zodai. Okay. It's Z-O-D-I-A-C-Y-T. I have no idea how to pronounce that correctly. So I'm just not, <laughs> I think that's the best way to go about it. Um, but yeah, no, he said he double makes me know that I'm not the only person who was depressed with bipolar. He means to me that if you feel really passionate about something, you should just do it. And that's sort of what we were getting into before where, you know, hard in his sleeve. He talked about all these things. He talked about having bipolar. He talked about having depression. And so, yeah, people resonate with that. And it sort of, 
makes it feel like it's okay if there is someone there talking about these things, you know? Yeah, definitely. It, it, it's so good to, yeah, I think we've already mentioned it, but it's just so good to have an artist that talks about these things where, especially in 2011, you know, nowadays it's a lot more common place to find artists yeah. about these type of topics, but especially in 2011, it was very rare. It was still in that sort of era of like, cash money you know flexing and stuff like that which is still the case now but yeah. especially in 2011 there was no maybe there was some outlet out there but um but there it was rare and so for evan to put that forward yeah so even with at the time not having that big of a fan base to continue doing stuff that everyone else wasn't doing is really important i think that's why it sort of st- stood out you know oh yeah um let's have a look here what do we got um i like koi 19 underscores a comment he just said turn my world of music upside down perfect straight to the point <laughs> and yeah that's i think that's a really good one because edub's sampling has inspired my music taste a lot yeah like the songs that he would sample he would you know you know, in in rap culture, you sample a lot of rap or like old jazz or something like that. For the most part, sticks within those genres. But he he'll do everything. You talk he's about Hampton Parks. That was like the um, what's it called? Oh, what show is that called? Um, Parks and Recreation. There it is. Yeah, a show I've watched. But <laughs> anyway, completely forgot. But yeah, so he sampled the intro track of that and made a really good beat out of it and rapped over it. Um, I also like the how niche his choices were. Like they weren't common. Like a lot of people didn't know a lot of stuff. Um, shout, big shout out to Car98, which I don't think is a channel that he uses anymore from what I can see. Anyway, Car98 on YouTube made a um, E-double sample. Oh yeah, I saw that. I have the original video. Yeah. You seen that? So, there's like two parts. So, shout out to Car98 for doing that. That is amazing. He's doing a lot of good work <laughs> for that. Um but like even one of them like huddle formation by the go team is sampled in grounded and i because of that i've now found the go team who i absolutely love and it's just like same like he, he sampled boston he sampled like like a random bands that called like canon i've got it written here canon zox on for sidelines like well no what is that song <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, there's one I know they sampled. It was like a country song that I I know, and I hmm. I heard it, and I was like, oh my gosh, he put this in a rap song, and that was just insane. Yeah, he didn't have any um like it it didn't the song could be anything like anything that he enjoyed. He would make it into a rap song, which again just shows how good he was of not only a rapper but like a producer and a beat maker yeah it's a yeah was that the one where it's a hard worker is that like is that what it's called yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so you knew that song prior to listening to the freestyle friday yeah and i was like oh my god i can't <laughs> believe he made that into a rap song i love it <laughs> <laughs> and it's so good like it's such a good rap song like it's, it's the beat works which is crazy <laughs> i know ridiculous <laughs> that everything that like yeah everything he did worked like yeah i just want to give a sort of mention that yeah, all the songs that he sampled like this one for harmonium for freestyle friday 41 yeah it is like a two second section of a band 
an orchestra that I've never heard of. So it was the Penguin Cafe Orchestra, music for a found harmonian, which led to that. And it was like a two second section of it. And he made a whole beat out of it. Like, and again, that's thanks to Card 98. I didn't find that myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Like that would have been so difficult to switch like any song into a rap beat. Like it's not an easy thing. And he did it for over a year weekly. Yeah. Oh yeah. That goes into, go into this comment. Uh, this is from MC Trolls Meh. <laughs> Good name. Um, determination and commitment. The ability to decide to do something and pursue the goal, no matter the hardships, knowing that in the end you shall succeed regardless of the obstacles you have to overcome. Yeah. Like re- that speaks especially to Freestyle Friday, you know, doing yeah. it for 54 weeks. And like, he did, it did lead to like depression and manic episodes. It's, it, the stress really did get to him. Yeah. I think that's important to bring up as well, that it wasn't just an easy ride to make an album. Like, it's not like he did this carefree or stress-free. Like, it, it really did take a toll on him. And it, I think he even went to a psych ward for a, a section of it. Like he was, yeah. Um, you know, it really did affect him mentally. But then again, he, sh- he still it was weekly for over a year. This I'm pretty certain. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that was during Freestyle Friday. Like that was when everything was still coming out. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, I don't know how that you know that wasn't. <laughs> he didn't even stop, which is. A test, yeah, a testament to his work ethic. Yeah, also his determination to go through something like that and continue going on. Even if it was after Freestyle Friday, he still released like the Written Thursday mixtape and then he went into Reset and then Surrounded by Giants. Like, yeah, he kept going. Um, and I think, yeah, yeah, it's, it's shown that he wasn't going to give up easy. And I think that's sort of why, you know, if he was around, he wouldn't, he would have still been making music, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think, I think whenever I listened to, um, safe travels for the first time and I, I research did research on what the meaning of that song was. Cause uh, you know, cause in the song, it talks about how he stopped taking his Paxil or like his antidepressants and he just, yeah. And that really is like, you know, it really accentuated the fact that he had, that he was struggling and he was having issues at the time of recording. Yeah. I didn't know about that for a long time, but it really affected him mentally. What did you, when did you learn about that? I remember I went through a period, uh, of listening to him where I couldn't listen to him without being just so sad and distraught. And, you know, it was, you know, it, it was upsetting because I could, you know, one, I couldn't listen to him without uh, just thinking like he's gone and there's no more music there's you know this this amazing artist yeah. that never really got a chance it's but it really it really started whenever i listened to i can't remember what song it is uh it was like talking about he he hasn't tasted success yet mm. it really started getting to me but I, I don't know what it was but eventually i was just like you know, I, I love this music and I can't, I can't just stop listening to it just because, you know, I'm, I'm upsetting. I'm, I'm upset about his passing. Yeah. And I think that's really good that you 
you realize that like you didn't like you you knew that was an issue that you were like that might happen that you might just disconnect yourself from edubs because that's easier but that's really really good to hear that you didn't let that stop you from continuing your love for him and continuing listening to his music and keeping his legacy going on it's um yeah that's really good to hear that you know you could you know still grieve for him but still enjoy his music you know yeah is so many times like even okay so even i have his like lighting rig and stuff like that whatever um but i recently got all this like i did it all myself and i was it was like a i did like a nine hour day at work i was so tired the last thing i wanted to do was do anything productive but i got my speaker out put freestyle friday on <laughs> and he just his energy just ca- came through he was like all right let's, let's fucking go let's do this and whatever that is that could be you know, doing, yeah, doing anything minuscule, but like it gives, it gives me that sort of boost of like, let's do this. Let's be productive. And that's all I work like, I, you know, I've done a uni degree during all of that. Edub was in the background. Like it was the perfect sort of that voice in the back of your head. You keep going, you know, you got this. And, uh, um, it's, it's the perfect motivator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You double as a very, a very big presence in my, uh, gym playlist oh yeah yeah do you have any favorite tracks to work out to definitely automatic is one of them automatic great yeah good choice yeah is uh green lights on your playlist oh yes Uh, such a good song i remember the first time i heard green lights i listened to it like six times in a row (laughs) that was amazing yeah oh dude i i see i didn't know green lights for the longest time it somehow skipped me like i think i didn't go down freestyle friday week by week i did it shuffle all the time so it took a year for me to find out that green lights was the song and then yeah when i heard it i'm like holy shit (laughs) this is one of his best songs this is amazing oh yeah and um i think board games as well board games was another one i found later but i love love that so much i love the I love finding the ones that I haven't listened to in a while. Cause they're not like one of the big ones mm-hmm. and just seeing how much, how, just how hard it goes. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's, it's in every freestyle Friday, you know, some are better than others or whatever. There's no, I don't think there's any bad ones, but even yeah. those songs where it's a bit more average all have that one part in it where it goes goddamn hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it's crazy that he doesn't have a bad one. 54 weeks and he didn't make a bad song. You know, yeah, it's crazy, and I really like the the last sort of section of Freestyle Friday. So it goes from palm trees to party with Wookies, standing tall, like, and then it just keeps going and going. And then um, I think grown for a minute was there, which oh, how good is that? Oh man, I love that one. It's it's hard just rattling off stuff like that because it's hard to not talk about every song I just listed because they're all amazing. <laughs> Oh man, I know. I especially love Party with Wookies. Yeah, I, I do love the um, Surrounded by Giants. I think version better with the live band. Yeah, but definitely, it's it's definitely good on Freestyle Friday as well. Yeah, I think they both they both just bring different life to the song, which is amazing to hear. Um, yeah, Cold Stars, the instrumental in that is amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one is. Oh man. It's it's just like it's one of those melancholic, more sad E dub songs. That and like Nightquill. Yeah, I love those songs a lot. Like when I'm in a certain mood where I'm not feeling the best, like I don't want the green lights E dub. I want the Nightquill E dub. <laughs> yeah, there's two sides to every E dub. Yeah, I think 
you know, he can speak to a lot of different emotions on however, like however you're feeling at the time. There's an E-dub song to sort of co- correspond that or correlate with that. Sorry. Yeah. You know, another one that I really like because, uh, just of its, just how good it is, is on the radio. Yeah. Cause that, that song, you wouldn't imagine that song as a rap song at all. Not at all. No. But he took it and he, and he used it mm-hmm. and it, it just goes and talks about, you know, his childhood, his upbringing, how much he wants to do this mm-hmm. and how much he won't let anyone stop him from getting on the radio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, again, on that video that we were talking about from Car 98, like it's the first one and it's like a Regina Spectre song. Yeah. You listen to it. You're like, yeah. how, how did he rap over this? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that speaks to another aspect of Evan where it's like it he he would have he may have been on local radio but he wasn't on like at least it's Australia at least he wasn't on the radio yeah because he never got to that level um commercially um and I feel like it's one of those things that why he was taken so soon or too soon was because he was gonna get there like there's there's no doubt yeah he wasn't gonna make it there um and it's just yeah it's like it's like his story sort of stopped a bit too early. Like there were a couple more chapters left, you know, in the Edub sort of yeah. journey. Um, but with that said, like the amount of music that he did give us during his time is so important and so it, yeah, amazing. it's just insane how much he was able to give us and yeah. d- despite how much it may have taken from him. Yeah, exactly. He was so selfless with his music, you know. He put the fans and his community first. For his detriment or his own, like, he, you know, it might have, you know, it did affect him mentally, but he still, he didn't let that stop him from providing to the people that, you know, cared about him. In, in a, yeah, and... <laughs> Yeah, and use the same music uh, for the reason he did. I mean, I feel like a lot of people in the fan base, you know, have used this music as a sort of therapy. I know I have. Oh, completely, man. Is there a sort of part in your life where E-dubs music really did help you? Like something that would have happened that, you know, E-dubs music sort of helped you get through? For sure. I, I don't know what sparked it. But I just, I was just so depressed, you know, I didn't think anything mattered. Yeah. I was just, I was just going through life, just doing the same things every day. Just, I I was living, I wasn't even living for the weekends. Yeah. I I was just living for death. You know, I was just waiting. Yeah. And that's what I always told myself. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna live until I die, I guess. Yeah. And I started listening to his music you know, every day, like on repeat, basically. Yeah. And my, my attitude went from nothing matters. So I'm just going to wait till I die to nothing matters. So I'm going to do what I want. Right. Yeah. And that transition for me was amazing. Mm. And You know, I, I hate that I'll never get to thank him like in any kind of physical way. Yeah. But I know that I can thank him by just continuing listening to his music. That's exactly it, man. That's, like yeah thank you for being so honest with that man i know that that's a big thing to discuss and bring up but yeah 
he it's it's so good that he had that effect on you and sort of like as you were saying he made you more extroverted like at the beginning of the podcast you were saying like you know was that sort of the same time was that sort of that same situation where you were like yeah yeah and sort of made you a bit outgoing and then now you you know you're saying your life is sort of better for that so i yeah that's really amazing to hear man that you know well you had the strength to go through that anyway um but you had edubs there as you sort of as your backup you know as yeah as someone there for you so man that's yeah that's really that's really good to hear man i'm i'm happy i'm, I'm genuinely happy for you that you sort of like you know you're in a place where you are now and like you know doing yeah doing stuff like this i appreciate you coming out today and i know that you know that's <laughs> that's a big thing but you know uh, yeah no I, I appreciate you sharing that man thank you thank you so much yeah no problem it's um i know there was some comments that was similar to an extent where it's just saying like i've gone through a lot of stuff um oh yeah there's this is from can't stop the croc um evan's music got me through the hardest points in my life so far um a lot of anger and passion that i heard um in songs like plan a the gray changed my mind um in songs like reset um helped me get through get through abuse um dealing with depression afterwards i listened to see me when you see me probably more than a person should um <laughs> i recently been listening to all of his freestyle fridays um thank god for local file spotify um, <laughs> because of the feel good vibes from them uh, he has so much good music and the outros make me feel like i get the chance to talk to him thank you edub yeah that you know what we were sort of mentioning before and what you were just bringing up um you know he's he's sort of like yeah he's that backup he's he's that person on your on your side uh to get you through these hard times because he was there he he could relate to that type of stuff yeah it reminds me of um like you know when people are boxing in between rounds they'll go sit down and there'll be someone behind them or uh, behind the straps you know yeah. giving them water patting them on the back hyping them up yeah uh, that just seems so much like uh e-double to me <laughs> man that is yeah that's a perfect way of putting it man that is amazing jacob like that's yeah that that's exactly it you know like he's and it, 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 it's crazy that it transcends to so many people like so many people in the in, in his fan base have that same you know same thought process right like he's in our corner and it just yeah shows how genuine and a good of a person that evan was you know yeah it's it's good to know that he's always you know he's got everyone's back you know what i mean through those outros and through those songs talking about these things like and that's not going away that's not going away anytime soon that's as long as the internet survives <laughs> his music will be there you know yeah yeah it's really uh, i really love stuff like this where we can like you know even our chat or like people on reddit that i'm referring to like we're, we're keeping we're keeping his memory alive and we're keeping his music alive and where if he knew the effect that he had on his audience years after his death you know i would like to think that would be a, a something that he could be proud and happy with yeah i feel like he would be very happy with how much his music has done for so many people which reminds me something something that happened to me whenever i was in my depressing area of my life or something yeah so i remember i would i would used to take pills just you know anything right and 
I remember when I heard him say, I haven't popped a single pill today. So who's to say just who can limit me? My heart like sank <laughs> like, and it was, it was insane. Mm. Cause I was like, man, you know, it just, it just snapped something inside me. That's it's so, yeah, it's just so amazing to hear that you had E-dub there to help you out with these type of things. And like, yeah, you could relate to it because yeah, he was going through, I could assume something similar to an extent where he would have to take pills to sort of deal with it. Um, and yeah, like it, I'm, I'm assuming like listening to that thing, like, fuck yeah, I could do it. Like if, if E-dubs can do it, then why can't I type of mentality? Yeah. It, it, it's amazing to hear that E-dubs really like, may it benefited your life for the better like sorry yeah you know like yeah it's really like powerful to feel like because you know <laughs> uh to yeah to know that you know how just music in general can make you feel so much better and you know be someone in your corner but let alone someone as real and honest and as loving as e-dubs yeah it's just insane to the impact is able to have uh, i feel like we've said that a lot but i feel like it just it can't be overstated no definitely 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 can't be and yeah especially you know anyone listening to this who isn't an e-dubs fan hopefully can realize why we're so crazy about him <laughs> even just listening to our conversation i feel and you know listening to the stuff that you've shared and the effect that he's had on your life you can see that he was he was a, a rare and amazing artist and a person that, you know, isn't there's no one else like E-Dub's going to come around for a long time. I can feel confident in saying that, you know? Yeah. Um, let's go for another. We got a comment from Silk Syndicate um, and he says, um, E-Double reminds me that authenticity reigns supreme. His music shows me that you don't need to be on top to show your grain, that the small tight community is better than any widespread one. He's the embodiment of carefree and disastrous Call of Duty. And <laughs> he says Tostitos. Do you know what a Tostito is? Am I? Uh, that's, uh, that's very, I'm assuming that they don't have those in Australia apparently, but they're, they're pizza rolls. Oh, Tostitos pizza rolls. A pizza roll. So there's a, a slice of pizza wrapped up. Is that what that is? <laughs> It's basically dough yep. made in sort of a dumpling form okay. with like pizza sauce and bits of pepperoni in the middle of it. And then you heat them in the microwave Oh, and they're like little midi pizza bites. Sounds great. Why don't we do yeah. this? <laughs> what the hell, Australia? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Silk City is sort of mentioning like we were talking about again before, like that, that tight a small but tight community yeah where like i just want to emphasize the, the speed that everyone responded to this and again i'm australian i i posted this probably at like midnight or 2 a.m for everyone in america and everyone responded like almost immediately like 20 <laughs> people <laughs> like just like one after another and um yeah i think yeah you don't have to be on top to show you're great i think is a great way of putting it that six syndicate said there like yeah you know you don't have to have all the record labels behind you you don't have to have all these like amazing feats of accomplishment you have to you know win all these awards but you can still be one of the greatest artists yeah <laughs> you know that you don't you don't need all those things when you have that skill for sure confidence 
I don't know. It's it. I think that's more powerful than winning an award. This is. I'm gonna butcher this one. I'm gonna butcher everyone. I think I've gotten one name right out of these out of these subreddit names. Everyone's gonna listen to this and just get angry at me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, um, this is. Okay, this is. We'll figure this out together, Jacob. Um, S Y S N Y D E R D Snyder Snyder D. Snyder D. There we go. That works. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different to what I was gonna say. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he said, um, his music lifts me, lifts me up when I'm down. I don't want this to sound understated, but his music makes me feel like it's okay to be okay. No hype, no grand expectations, just be okay. And that's empowering for me. Another great comment that just sort of simply puts the effect that E-dubs had on people. Just there's a, he makes it, he normalizes just, you know, everyday stuff. And again, with his outros, um, he would just talk about everyday things where he would have this amazing song. And then after it, just come back down to reality and just chat for a bit, you know, and again, being okay. Like, you know, you don't have to be the happiest person. Yeah. It's okay to be the saddest, but being in that middle ground of just, okay, just existing is also fine. You know? Yeah. I I feel like nowadays that there's a certain way people look at just being okay. Cause I mean, you're not set. You, you don't have any significant emotion driving your thoughts and actions. So people think that it's not a good place to be because they, they assume it as a lack of strong emotion. When I really think it's more of a lack of any like driving force to push you to do anything like from your emotions, at least. Yeah. I feel like having someone sort of, yeah, have a different sort of take on it instead of just sort of like having these extreme emotions. <laughs> like no one has an extreme emotion all the time. That is insane. <laughs> that is, you know, everyone, you know, comes back down to that okay level one time or another. And it's super important to have that voice there and to say, the, to normalize it. I think it is important, you know? Yeah. Is um. So, yeah, I know you sort of like t- mentioned your favorite sort of songs but could you name one or is it is it is it too many is it is it like if for whatever reason we had to stop every other e-dub song from existing <laughs> you had one it doesn't have to be first Star friday it'd be whatever to his discography okay. is there one song that you feel is the pinnacle of his discography very very good question i think this one might be coming out kind of out of left field because i haven't talked about this one a lot but i think Graceland from the Two Tone Rebel album. Oh, okay, it's just for for one, it's uh, it was in one of his last albums, which I mean, I, I do believe that he got better and better throughout the years, as you just naturally do. Yep. And another one, I really think that this one is such an important. It, it feels like in this album, Two Tone Rebel, he really evolved his way of singing and writing about things, but. Mm -hmm. Graceland felt like in the midst of all this change in the midst of all this like evolution of his style E double was still there in that song so it's like it was like a callback almost kind of just sort of just reminding that you know he's still the same E dub who did Freestyle Friday even though his sound did change on that two-tone rebel album yeah he was still that same guy who smashed out 54 weeks of 
<laughs> you know yeah so that was well, so that's that's your number one that's really yeah that's a really interesting answer i wasn't expecting that one at all <laughs> which is which is what we want it's um yeah i think that also just sort of yeah speaks to how consistently good his photography was you know freestyle friday might be my favorite section of his career but it doesn't mean that his other stuff was it should be neglected at all he still made amazing music yeah and he still did it pretty quickly <laughs> like he, he smashed a lot of music out oh yeah i think having such a vast and how many songs and stuff like that and uh, how sort of yeah how big his photography is but still i'm sure if i again ask people on sub on the subreddit what their favorite song is it's going to be so many different answers there is like it's got to be so vast like there isn't just that you know you got a couple like of his big songs which are big on youtube a couple millions um yeah like, be a king will definitely be one of the more popular ones that you see more often yeah be a king man that i don't know how we've gotten this far into the recording without mentioning be a king <laughs> i know <laughs> what a song <laughs> that was one of the first ones that got me into e-dubs um yeah i remember listening yeah. to that one that was it's hard to put into words how good that song is <laughs> yeah it just has so much meaning yeah and it really i think that was one of the first songs that's really showing like oh yeah this is you know this is e-dubs he, he's gonna make this type of music from here on out like this is the type of person he is and this is the character that or a person that we are going to you know be with for years on end you know i feel like that's something that really separates him from other artists nowadays and I say this all the time to like my friends, you know, you can't, mm. you can't scoff at the raw talent that you see these days in like the rap industry. Yeah. But what I feel like you can laugh at is their style of delivering what they're trying to say. Like to me, it just seems like a lot of people are just rapping about what they wish they had, like money, hose, cars and stuff like that. And then you had E-dubs who <laughs> didn't rap about, you know, any of that type of stuff yeah and i just I, I feel like just the amount of his life that he put in every line that he wrote the amount of meaning that he stuffed into every word that he sang is just what really makes him who he is he was never putting on a persona he was never trying to be someone he's not it was always yeah evan you know it was always e-dubs there yeah and you can use that interchangeably because yeah he you know and even when he would brag about that type of stuff he would do it in a like a sort of like uh you know nudge nudge top type of thing like he was never being that serious about it yeah and yeah i think some of his comedic side a lot of his comedic side came through his music as well like it wasn't only it wasn't only based in reality it wasn't only like honest and sad at times lyrics but he was also re a really funny guy <laughs> so to have that blend is also another reason why e-dub sticks out from everything because you got you have your sad artist you have your happy artist you have these people that fit into these categories but e-dubs never really fit and never will really fit into one specific category you know when you talk about genres or like moods yeah it's he switches between he, he flows between those so much I remember a line from a song that like is really uh, reminiscent of that demographics don't matter when your thoughts stay scattered. I forget what song that's from, but yeah, that, that really is uh, a good way to describe him. Cause I mean, he didn't really have a main audience that he was reaching out to. Well, I mean, I, I, I guess like young, uh, males probably was a big chunk of his listening artists, probably young adults yeah. as well. 
but I mean, I feel like anyone could really enjoy his music because of the, the broad range of emotions that were shown throughout each song and each album. Yeah, exactly. Where it goes back to the surprise that he doesn't have a bigger fan base. Yeah. That, you know, I think if a lot more people knew about E-dubs, a lot more people would be fans. I know it's a generic thing to sort of say, but I feel like his music would actually continue. Like, yeah. like, like you were saying, it, it, it got you a month in, you know, like not even like almost instantly, like, and then you were a fan and that was it, you know, that's so quickly. And I feel like if his music was a bit more widespread, it would, you know, it, people would stick around. But I feel like that's also because Freestyle Friday was, you can't use that. It's a lot of like copywritten music. Um, so you can't put that on Spotify. So you can't arguably put his, yeah. in my opinion, his best work on Spotify. And that's, you know, and if, you know, if that wasn't the case and he somehow cleared all the samples, I think we would be having a different conversation right now. I think his fan base would be a lot bigger. Yeah. Where is, is another, Okay, I can get th- I can get this name right. I promise. Uh, G- GTX fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay. Anyway, <laughs> his comment was um, first good artist I listened to. Uh, way to cope with life. Someone I can listen to no matter what I'm doing, whether it's smoking, playing COD, working out, crying, whatever. You know. Um, his death hit me like a bag of bricks, uh, launched out of a fucking cannon. Still listen to him damn near daily. No one will ever be like him. Yeah, Two Tone Rebel, his shit inspires. And most of it's all a living testament um, chase after what you do in life, regardless of if you can, if you think you can do it. No plan B, uh, just plan A. Again, what are other similar comments are sort of saying, but you know. I, I like where he started there. It's just like, whether it's doing anything, playing COD, working out, crying, whatever that is, he, yeah, he dubs that soundtrack, which is also what we were saying before, that he's he's gone into so many different topics that he can be there for really anyone going through really most things. Yeah. I think it's just the soundtrack where, I think it's just, he's the soundtrack to a lot of fans sort of like lives sort of in the background, like, yeah, I have so many amazing memories just of E-dubs playing in the background, you know what I mean? And I'm sure you do as well, where like if you're like working out or doing anything. Yeah, I especially remember riding the bus to school every day. Yeah. And just, I, his music got me hyped for the bus ride to school. <laughs> yep. I was like, I was I was so ready to get on that bus and put in my, those headphones. Yep. Yeah, no, exactly. I had the exact same like memory, yeah. <laughs> 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 it would be a highlight. It would be a highlight having that time to listen to Edub's music and like, yeah, being on a bus, going to school and just having that, you know, that's a great way to start your day. Yeah. Great way to end your day. You know, it's a great way to just, it, it's, it's crazy how, yeah, Edub's music is so just sort of powerful that two people living on the su- different sides of the earth can have the same sort of, <laughs> you know, same memory with, with the, or the same, you know, experience with Edub's music. Yeah. I feel like, not not just Edub, but he definitely did his his part in this. But I feel like it's amazing how artists can bring so many people together. Yeah, definitely. Regardless of like where they are on the earth, because I remember I have a song that I listened to. Yeah, it's it's Turkish hip hop, and I don't understand a word of it. Yeah, but I, I still love it. It's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Turkish hip hop. Where did you find that? Uh, just on YouTube randomly. Yeah. It was, it was insane. Yeah. 
it's um yeah no definitely that's a very good point that like you know music is one of those things that can you know it's just doesn't matter where you are in the world or what language you speak like there is music that will can bring us together you know especially like instrumental music like when there's no lyrics at all anyone speaking any language can listen to it and you know maybe feel similar things i know it's it'll be related to other genres that you know but you can still have those experiences with people that you you other would otherwise wouldn't have those experiences with if that makes sense but um is there any other artists that you really enjoy so you got e-dubs is there any other is it rap is your main genre is it uh, yeah what else do you listen to i've been getting into listening to reef the lost cause someone that he made some songs with i listen to rinks okay yeah. uh which is vanos wait vanos makes music <laughs> yeah under the name rink no way yeah wow wow okay it's funny that people used to think that e-dubs was because uh, they're both they're both named evan i'm pretty certain right yeah vanos is they yeah they're both named evan so they thought that they were the same person <laughs> but it's funny that he um now makes music um well i don't yeah sorry to put this on you midway through recording but um i have a jams playlist so each guest who comes on gets to choose 20 songs and then puts that onto the playlist so after a while it just becomes like a melting pot of other people's genres sort of coming together um if you would like to please feel free to do that but yeah if you are going to put some songs on off the top of your head do you have any songs that will make an appearance on it's a spotify playlist so there'll be no freestyle friday sadly but it doesn't have to be it, it can be edub it can be whatever you're listening to yeah i'll i'll definitely put some young town on there because I, I feel like i wouldn't say that he's got like a small community following but you know it's i don't even think it's as big as like e double yeah and so he's definitely going on there. Oh, we're putting okay. some of those ranks. Oh, I'll put some of that on there. Cool. Is there any other sort of stuff you're listening to right now? Or is it mainly just those two? And then you sort of, that's, that's your phase right now, at least. Yeah. I see. Edub has had such an impact on my life, uh, in my personal life, as well as my musical tastes is that I don't listen to much, uh, other music. Right. I mean, I've, I've obviously been re as of recently, I've been expanding. Cause like for, for two and a half years, mm -hmm. maybe even three years, I listened to nothing but E double for those entire three years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I've just now started expanding my, um, you know, musical tastes again. Mm. And I mean, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah. It's just something that happened yeah no that's it man that's exactly it i went through a similar phase i'm a big chili peppers fan like red hot chili peppers um same thing for a year and a half almost where that would be exclusively what i listen to but yeah that's just the, the way it is sometimes i guess where it's just you sort of you're not getting stuck that's what you wanted to listen to no that's it well yeah well hopefully you find some good stuff on the on the playlist that's already there so because i think this is my ninth episode so there's already going to be a couple hundred songs there for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll be sure to check some of them out. That's him, man. But, um, I think someone that we should bring up is um, E-Dub's friend and collaborator. Um, Pete. Oh, yeah. Um, man, he added a lot to E-Dub's like Freestyle Friday series, especially. For sure. I liked when he just did the outro one time. I don't know what song that was, but he just he just started doing the outro <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> and I thought that was really good. And um, 
I mean, he's still like, um, I think he's doing stand up now. I follow him on Instagram. I think he's just doing stand up. But really? yeah, yeah. It's, um, and he's still like content sharing. And I heard that he's been quite um, vocal with E double fans, just talking about his life and stuff like that. Because that, you know, they were best friends. And that's, you hear about the death of, an, as, a, as, a, as a fan, but then let alone one of your best mates, you know, that's, and then sort of to continue sort of making on and like living on his memory, like, you know, he would do covers of Freestyle Friday songs. Yeah. Still, he doesn't shy away from that type of stuff, which is super impressive and powerful to know that, you know, he's keeping his, you know, his buddy's memory alive. Yeah. But yeah, I think Peter Moose added a lot to Freestyle Fridays. He had, yeah, he's, he's always sort of there. He's in a lot of songs where he's sort of like, it even does some harmonies or anything like that, but he's always there. He's in the background. He's doing something. <laughs> His presence in the Freestyle Friday, like the vocals that he, the vocals that he did was just amazing. Like it, it just added so much like mm-hmm. with, with the, the tone of voice that E-Double had, having the contrast of Peter Muth really added a lot. Yeah, definitely. Like they, they, yeah, they complemented each other really well because they were quite different. Yeah, like E Dubs couldn't sing that well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to have to have Peter Ruth come in and you know do that stuff for him. Um, but I do like when E Dubs did sing. I love when he sang with um. Oh, what song was it? Where he he's using a voice modulator, <laughs> and then Jambox. I think yeah, Jambox. And then in the outro, he was like. Who the hell is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love that song. Yeah. Oh man, it's just yeah, it's it's so good to sort of sit and just sort of chat about his music. I think it's really refreshing. Like, like we were saying on like on Reddit that we didn't we don't really have people like in sort of like where we can actually vocalize this stuff to. So it's been. So sort of, yeah, thank you again for coming out and sort of like actually like you know just chatting with me for a bit, man. I've really enjoyed it. This has been yeah really yeah really fun thank you of course man had a lot of fun it's it's been just talking about the impact that he's had on our lives and seeing the impact he's had on other lives and seeing what other people think about him it's just it's just really eye-opening to know that you're not alone in thinking that this is some of the greatest music that's ever been produced it's just been so far to sort of just, yeah, just, yeah, vocalize all these things that, you know, and like, I, I really appreciate you sharing the stories that you did. Um, and, you know, and like I said, I know I've said it before, but coming onto a podcast and just <laughs> talking to some guy that you met from Australia on Reddit, um, having E-Dub's music is something I'm going to cherish oh, yeah. for the rest of my life easily. And um, it's so good that his community can sort of like, yeah, keep that alive. I know I've said that before, but I think that's super important. Oh yeah. And so, yeah, I'll just, yeah. I want to thank you again, Jacob, for coming out and recording this episode. Of course. I hope everyone listening to it who hasn't heard of E-Dubs, if you've gotten this far into the conversation and hasn't, haven't heard a song yet, <laughs> go do that. <laughs> go listen to a couple e dub songs on YouTube. Check out Freestyle Friday. Um, and buy some merch. His merch is still up. I need to buy some. I yeah. He's still selling shirts and all that stuff. So I remember I bought a shirt, the Hip Hop Is Good yeah. shirt, and the Two Tone Rebel hoodie. I need to buy those albums as well, the CDs. Yeah, are, are they still selling it? Let's just check it out real quick. Because I, I yeah, oh, I, need, I need I need I need that stuff. 
but yeah anyway i might just leave it there but yeah thank you thank you again thank you for everyone on the subreddit for giving their comments um sorry if i didn't get to yours um i didn't want to go <laughs> there was a lot more than i expected but i appreciate that everyone who did comment and uh, hopefully I, you don't get angry at me for butchering your name i didn't mean to <laughs> <laughs> but yeah anyway um thanks jacob i really appreciate you man thank yeah you. man of course okay. So we never regret it. Well, thank you for listening to the whole episode. Um, it's over an hour. So thank you so much for just sitting here and hanging out with us for the last bit. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it. This episode means a lot to me. Um, E-Double's music, is, yeah, as you just heard, has meant a lot to me for a long time. So um, I just really wanted to be respectful and make sure that we just sort of talked about everything that mattered to us about E-Double's music, you know? And I think we got there. I think Jacob and I um, got, you know, pretty much everywhere, I think, all the way where we could have been. Um, as you can see, I'm not doing a script right now as you can hear I'm sure there's no script in front of me I am just rambling in front of a mic E-Double made it sound a lot easier <laughs> uh, but yeah I'm going to leave it there if you want to follow me on anything else if you need you know I, I stream on Twitch I do all this other stuff um, all in the description or either on screen right now I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it yet um, but yeah anyway thank you so much for listening and I really hope that you um, you know enjoyed listening to the episode and feel free in the comments to let me know um, what E-Double means to you you know um, if, well, let's, let's have a chat about it you know what I mean um, anyway I'm going to leave it there thank you so much for listening and I really hope you enjoyed your day all right i'll see you next time Bye. Hey, hey, hey. hey freestyle friday number 50 uh my name is e-double thank you guys so much for listening and i want to wish everybody a happy 2011 um thank you guys so much for your support last year uh we're about to wrap up the freestyle friday series but there's a lot of good surprises and such on the way anyway i'm a little bit tired right now because i've been making the song for the past few hours um Shout out to Jonesy for making that sweet... I think that's how you say his name, I hope. It might be some weird Icelandic pronunciation. Not weird. I didn't mean weird. I didn't mean weird. I meant different than what I'm used to as the Philadelphia Baltimore man that I am. And speaking of that, I'm not going to go off on a rant about the Eagles, but I do have to get up to Philadelphia to get my nephew in an Eagles jersey for this weekend before his... Uh, dad forces him into a Patriots one. Uh, Baba, we're going to have a talk about that. Um, what else? January 20th at the Auto Bar, Baltimore. I believe it's on North Howard Street, my neck of the woods. Uh, you guys need to come out to a great show. Going to be a lot of great groups. It's, I don't have the flyer right in front of me, so I can't say everybody. I'll do it next week. And um, come out to that. I'll be performing with a bunch of uh, awesome people and DJs, and it's going to be a great night in uh, Baltimore hip-hop. So, uh, everybody, take care of yourself. Happy 2011. Watch your wild card games. Get happy. Get excited about them. Not too excited. All right? Whew. Worst, worst outro of... Uh, well, you got to start off... You got to start off the year slow. You got to start off low. You can only get better from here. Bad outro. That's okay. See you guys. <laughs>